When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to reveal two things I wrote recently that I need to apologize for. And I don't apologize often for things I wrote. I have yet to apologize for the Trade Marino column, for example. (laughs) This is The Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. Hit record. All right. Whoop. I, I'm not starting. You start. Yeah, I'm not starting. You start. It's the Greg Cody Show. Okay, your, on, first of all, where's your microphone? And why aren't you talking into it? What do you mean, where's my mic? Where is it? I don't see it. It's right here. Put it right in, front in front of, of you. Me. Put it, the, the, put the member talk into the blue. Like, come on. Like, I'm doing it. I'm talking right into it. I'd be eating it if I, if I anywhere closer <laughs> to it. Uh, okay. All right. Start your podcast. Okay. All right, this is a controversial podcast because it almost didn't start. We didn't know when it was going to start. Christopher and I were on the golf course today. We were screaming at each other Whoa, like never before. With that, we've screamed at we've screamed at each other dozens of times before. This seemed worse. This seemed legit. Like I was genuinely angry at you. I don't want to. You know, I'm not a big behind the scenes person. I don't like to explain people, how the sausage is made. But and, and plus, people already think that we have like this rocky relationship with how I'm such a jerk to you all the time. Right. Well, especially today. And I want to explain it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, you were. Okay, this is ridiculous. Okay, yesterday, we don't even need to say what day it is. Just yesterday, we were supposed no, to No, it's very important, actually. Okay. Exactly what day. Today's Friday. Okay, yesterday, Thursday, Yeti and I are in Zoom, ready to record the podcast. We're waiting 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Where's Christopher? Where is he? Finally, we're like, ah, F this, you know, just on principle. Yeti had something else to do on principle. I said, F this. Okay, so you blew us off yesterday. Let's start chronologically. Why did you blow us off yesterday at a scheduled podcast recording time? Because my wife came home at 1 p.m. early, sick, home home from work, sick. And that kind of threw off the timing of my day. And I just put my phone down on silent. And a half hour went by. And I realized, oh, shit, I was supposed to record a half hour ago. Right. I was just okay. like dealing so, with... So, yeah. not, not a great excuse, but the truth. It's not only not a great excuse, it's a piss poor excuse. Really? Okay. Yeah, it really is. So, okay, so you blew it yesterday. And now today, Friday, all right, let's go back last night, last night, the night of the NFL draft. Okay. I'm online doing my, you are going way in the weeds with this dad. Like I knew you were going to get into this, but like, you're going to give every detail of this. Like, okay. What does it matter that the draft was Thursday? Because you texted me late in the draft, late at night saying golf tomorrow. Yeah. Friday. And I'm like, I, and I texted you back saying, yes, assuming we're not recording the podcast until Saturday. Right. That's the only way I was going to play golf. And when I got a response, I texted you as I was about to put my daughter to bed. I lay down to put my daughter to bed and I actually fell asleep in her bed. So I don't wake up. Literally, I slept in her bed all night. Okay. In other words, you didn't read what I said. I read what you said at about 7 a.m. this morning and I misread it and didn't think there was any context with 
the podcast and I just said, this is so in the weeds. This is so not interesting to anybody else. I just okay, realized well, that. I almost just got bored thinking about it. That like the key is there was a mis. <laughs> I don't want to record on Saturday. I wanted to record after golf today. And my dad, this is so uninteresting. Like, I don't like, I hate that we're doing this right now. I, I love that we're doing this because you're wrong and I'm right. It was really a dispute. No, no, no. Like there, the dispute here was I was trying to do everything at all costs to be done with recording today on Friday because I don't want to work on Saturday. Right. I don't want to work. I'm already working on Sunday because we have to talk sports later in this podcast, on this episode. Sports. And we need the latest results. So we're going to be right. working on Sunday. You know? I, yes. Did I screw up with the recording on Thursday? Yes. Yeah. And did but, you screw up by misreading my text last night? Yes. Yeah. I, I thought that we were good to record today regardless yeah. of golf, okay. even though you said but that doesn't change the fact that you had no reason, which is why we're doing it right now. Mm -hmm. Are you, have you been rushing around? Did you get your dog food? You should have heard yeah. my dad. You should have heard. You win. This is so not interesting to anyone. Who I, won? I, Who won? You should have heard my dad on the golf course limp labeling reasons why he couldn't record today, right. Friday, and why he needed to record Saturday. And the reason was, I have to get dog food. Yeah. I have to go to shower right and we had like six hours between golf and the panthers game and the things the reason you couldn't record the podcast is because you had to get dog food and shower correct and i was just like yes okay i i see in that window we could probably record the podcast and then i don't have to work on saturday right you should have acquiesced to me and done it saturday so i should work seven days a week for you since i already well you know we we should have done it Yesterday, I don't, I don't want to revisit this. But so I should have, have no work-life balance as I took a week vacation last week. Right, exactly. I know, I know this is a weird week to be complaining about work-life balance, but it's just, I'd like Thank to have you. a day where I don't have to talk into a microphone. Okay, that's fine. I, I get that. Okay, now that we're talking into a microphone. But now I'm very happy to be here. I'm just saying I want to do this stuff during the week. I don't want it like, you know, I want to be a human. I want to have days off. How dare you? As you yawn. I mean, yeah, I'm going to call you out on it. I mean, you've yawned four fine. times. The guy has okay. three beers out on the golf course and he gets sleepy right. because he had no, he came, he, he leaves the golf course, he eats salami and cheese. Yeah. By you're the way, a, you're a child. We played in, we're a twosome. We played in back of a foursome that should have been banned from the course. Yeah, they were bad. We should have told the, what, are, what do you call those people? Ambassadors? What do you call those people who drive around in a cart? The marshal. The, the marshal. That's a highfalutin name for a guy in a golf cart. Yeah, it is. But he should have banned these people from ever playing golf again. This is look, a, I'm I, a terrible. I, I, look, right. I'm a terrible golfer. I'm not one to talk, but I'm not that bad. Like, I'm not times four people duffing every shot and holding us up. I think there is an interesting conversation to be have, had about, like, where is the line with? Because, you know, most people that play golf on the weekends are not good. You know, not to be a snobby golfer who's decent, like, right. you know, you're going to deal with a lot of people that aren't that good. But I think there just is a line where you're not ready to be on a course. Like if you're if you're swinging off of the tee and you regularly take three swings and you might miss if you're missing balls completely, you're not prepared to be on a course. Right. Like you never miss. You might hit a piss poor shot. But yes. if you're if you're regularly missing balls completely. Right. Like you're not ready for a course. You go need to, to be a on driving the range. range. Go go to a go an executive course. Right. And maybe this is a jerk of me. Maybe I'm a jerk, but I just think 
you got to be able to at least make contact and let it, even if it goes 60 yards and, you know, to the right and nothing else, but it's just, right. you can't be swinging and missing. And there was right. multiple no. dudes in this group that were regularly swinging and missing. Yeah. I mean, you are a jerk, but in this case, uh, I think you're 100% <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, Thank I you. really do. And, and you are a golf snob. You are a golf snob. You insist on a certain kind of golf ball. Dad, you, you just know. don't understand. It's like, it's, I, it's, I, I don't even, I'm trying to compare it to something else. It's like, there's just a difference in the golf balls. Okay. One golf ball, <laughs> when you hit it high in the air and you get it on the green, one golf ball stops better than okay. others. Like, yes, I use an expensive golf ball because it makes... I used your golf balls today because I was low on balls. I know you are. And a couple times my, ba my ball went spinning off the green. That's okay. what I'm, I'm just saying, like, there is a difference. It's just annoying. All right, I'm a man of the people. I, I'm a man of the people. I'm a blue-collar man. I will. You can hand me a golf ball. It could say Al's golf ball on it, and I will use it. Well, you stink. Well, okay, right. But anyway, you're a golf snob, a gob. Uh, but but here we are. Okay, here we are. We're 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 doing our thing here. What? And uh, I want to ask you about <laughs> something that occurred. Uh, was that a reset on the podcast? I didn't know if you were talking about the golf thing. Still, like we were. I, I don't want to keep complaining because we just finished complaining about golf, uh, bad golfers, and everything. But I have one more complaint to you because we were having breakfast the other day. Um, I'm not anti-server. Okay. Be it waitress or waiter, oh, I am wow. not anti-server. You're going at this rant right after the golf thing. You're going here. Going here. Yes, because it, it's in my craw. It just happened. We had breakfast the other day. Um, servers do two things that are terrible, oh, and I would like to educate them. Like, if there's wow. anybody in the audience who is a server, oh, Jesus, we appreciate your service, <laughs> literally. But you can do better on two things, okay? If, I th if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, you could do better on this. Okay, tell me if you know, because I know what I'm talking about. I think you're going to be talking about the thing when, like, if if you're not, like, if you're not ready to order and you send them away, don't this like. It's a gacky. Yeah. And then they don't come back for 20 minutes. All right, so this is the thing. The other day, we, we had three or four minutes with our menus, and the waitress comes over. Would you guys like to order? And my dad hit her with, that. Well, you know, me and my dad were talking, so he hadn't yes. looked at the menu, even though we go there for breakfast all the time, and he knows had exactly. not touched the menu. Dad, you knew what we were getting, though. Like, you get the same thing all the time. This is not I, a new place for us. What I got was a disappointment. It was dry. Wow. That's it it was a, a breakfast sandwich. I asked for it on a Bialy. They didn't have a Bialy. It was dry. It was a big disappointment, although the sausage was superb. Hell yeah. Just but excellent. I'm just anyway. Saying. But but like so you Come send right her back right Come and back she, in and two she, minutes. But dad, I think it's a it's a dangerous game when you if the, if you send the server away when they're ready to take your order, you're throwing off the system. Now they have to go check on other tables. They have to get food. Like there's a whole system to this and. Yeah. Uh, like I just under you have to like you're on their time now. They're gonna come back when they make their next yeah. cycle. So it's like this is a you thing. No, it should always be on my time. You know they're working I, for I me. There's a there's a there's a there's a theme here with both these topics that we've gone. Okay, what is you know, the, the theme? Po the podcast beef that we have. Right. The waitress. It's on All the right. Greg. Co it's on Greg Cody's time. Okay. Yeah. Well, it should be. The other thing, at the end of the meal, I'm looking around saying, come over, I want to pay, I want to get the hell out of here, and you can't find them. They're not around. What a specific example of, like, a way to <laughs> complain, like, 
this is what are you doing right now another day one server took a little bit of time to bring you the check so now you're going to attack the yeah. entire server industry it happens over and over again and you know it and you do know it but um i, I want to you, you mentioned something i didn't know you were doing this but it interested me you were backstage at an aew wrestling match now you said AEW. It sounds like a root beer to me. I had no idea what AEW <laughs> was. How was that compared to WWW or WE, whatever they call wow. it? This is just chef's kiss from you. Um, WWE, it's their biggest competitor. Um, the cons own it. Uh, Tony Khan, friend of our show, hooked us up. Uh, it's super cool, super fun show. I hadn't been, it was very nostalgic for me. Um, I hadn't been to a wrestling show in probably 15 years and it brought me right back it's well produced uh fun to see it as the show and then we got to go backstage and you know got to see what that was kind of like the production elements of it and just to see all the wrestlers like just casually you know this giant buff guy just like casually walking by me (laughs) um but it was it was really a fun and it was right near my house where the panthers play so it was just it was a cool I, i i thoroughly enjoyed doing it like i would definitely go back and I would bring Graceland too, because it's not like inappropriate. Like I was kind of just like, should I bring my five year old? She's a little young. Like if you just tell her, like, yeah, they're just having fun in the ring. Like it's not that. Like there's no cursing. You know, it's it's not violent. I mean, yeah, it's like yeah, they're like hitting each other and slapping each other, but like and jumping off of turnbuckles on top of guys through tables. Like right. it's, I feel like I could bring her. Now you you were a big fan of wrestling uh, in your youth. Yeah, like am I when you were like eight, ten, twelve years old, you were really into wrestling. Yep. Right? Me and the neighbors, the kids, we would all like you know rent the the pay per views and stuff. And right, yeah. Now at that time though, you're a kid, you're a juvenile. Yeah, you're not really thinking. All right, what am I watching exactly? Is this fake? Is it real? What am I? It's just entertainment, right? I mean, I think it's certain at a certain point, like around eleven or twelve, you start to like get it. Like, I, okay, yeah, but like that maybe when you're, when you're when you're six and seven, you think it's like real, but right. And and my point is, as a wrestling fan, and I'm not being facetious here. I'm honestly wondering. I'm not a wrestling fan anymore. But yeah, well, but you are more than more than I. What is the lure of wrestling? Is it just is is it the acrobatics? Is it's it's like a play. Honestly, I look at it like it's like a, an aggressive. It's a play where like the guy the the bodies get beat up. Like it's. It's 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 hard work what they do. Like th- like these guys like they're not leaving these matches and just being like, oh, that was completely fake. Like these, right? Maybe the outcome is determined, but th- these are real punches for the most part, and real body slams and you know knees banging up against things. And yeah, I mean, it's I just it's just a it's like an art. It's an art form. They're dancing out there, right? We we were on vacation once, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think we were in New York, and. Yes, I remember this. I know where you're going with this. Okay, we got into an elevator. Yeah. And into the elevator steps Steve Stone Cold Austin. Okay, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, but right, whatever. Tell me the story of that because that's all I remember is what I mean, I just told that's you. there's not much else out there's not much else that I remember other than that he was nice with us and I believe he took a picture even though I don't know where that picture is. I haven't seen that picture ever. Maybe he signed something that I lost. Either way, <laughs> whatever we did, I I just remember we did talk to him, we did see him. Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't our hotel. It might have been like when we were on some like NBC, the Tonight Show type thing tour where we like toured those studios or something. And it was oh, like, could be. like, I don't think it was our hotel, but I do remember Stone Cold Steve Austin. He, he was wearing this vest with no shirt on. I'm kidding. He wasn't. He was wearing normal clothes. <laughs> but yes, I do also remember that. That's funny. Now, 
Michael was your younger brother by four he years. Still is. Right. He he also was into wrestling, right? That, what you, yes. Who was the bigger wrestling fan, you or he? I don't know. We were about the same. And and who was your favorite and who was his favorite? Do you remember? I don't remember his favorite. My favorite were Stone Cold, The Rock. I would say those two were my favorite. Wow, The Rock. Miami's own The Rock. Let's try to get him on the podcast. Oh, wow, you're just on one today. This, so my dad today has requested The Rock, Snoop Dogg, and who was the other person that you um, wanted to get on? The 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 iconic. Well, that one actually might happen. I, I kind of want to reveal <laughs> that one. There was another ridiculous request you made. No, there like, was that one's actually possible. Oh, good. Let's take it out then. Did you hear about the Atlanta Braves? controversy over their beautiful magnificent oversized hats i hate the braves so i don't think anything they do is magnificent well we all hate the braves uh, just on principle but they this year i think this was the first year when one of their players hits a home run they have these gigantic hats yeah yeah they're, the big hats like the guy that the, the yes uh, yeah yeah they're like the size of a batting helmet but even bigger but they're a regular cap and they're funny as hell i absolutely are they love though them. I, I think so. Oh, I love them. And I just love I love the idea of like, where are you seeing these? Are you watching a lot of Braves games? Are you catching no. this on SportsCenter? No, but I've seen them. You can be pro these hats, but I just, I, I, I bet you've never been watching them and went, <laughs> It's true. No, I haven't, but I've seen right. photos. Of them there you go. Really funny. There we go. Uh, and, and as a matter of fact, in the first round of the NFL draft, I saw the NFL version of oversized hats, like a bunch of, you right. know, Chiefs fans and whatever were wearing oversized hats. Right. I want an oversized Greg Cody show hat. I think a commander's player last year, like one of the running backs, Robinson, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking okay. on his name, but he kind of like was wearing one after the game. And it's like, I think it was one of his friends companies that like makes the hat. And then like oh, ever beautiful. since then, ever since that player did it, you, you've been seeing them like fans at drafts, like, and now the Braves. How do I go about getting a Greg Cody show hat in, made into a big hat? Like, do you know how I do that? Yeah, you go to the company that makes... I don't know if, like, they just do teams, like Braves and stuff, or, like, I don't know if they do... Because I'm a big hat fan. I always have been. You know, part of it is that I have a small head. The point. Well, you could say that, but I've always been a big hat man. And um, I fell in love with big hats... When Norm McDonald's Turd Ferguson became popular on SNL's Jeopardy um, thing, do you, yeah. do, you, do you remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do Turd, remember. I do remember Turd Ferguson. Oh, it was it was the best, and and he wore the comically big foam yellow cowboy hat. And ever since then, I've been in love with big hats. And so now, all of a sudden, I'm obsessed. I have to have a big hat, uh, a Greg Cody show cap made into a big hat. So let's see what we can do about that. Um, I don't want to spend the whole show complaining, but I have one more thing I'd like to complain about. Wow. Okay. Look, until five years ago, I never online shopped. Okay. I was the last guy doing retail. Okay. I was the last guy in a Sears Roebuck <laughs> before they went under. I literally, it was me and a bunch of cobwebs in a Sears store. Mom. Mom. But. Mom. What? <laughs> you just said mom. Well, whatever, but I, thought, I thought you were getting emotional thinking back to your mom. Mom. <laughs> mom. I thought you threw out, like, just out of nowhere. Mom. Mom. I did call her mom, now that you mentioned Um. Anyway. Wow, should we talk? Hey, should we do our own version of South Beach Sessions and really dive into those mom feelings? Oh, my gosh. 
You know what? We're going to start a segment called Greg Beach Sessions. Greg Beach Sessions. Oh, let's do Should it right now. Do that? Hit the music. Okay, yeah, hit the music. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm, uh... Dad, how are you feeling today? You know what? I'm I'm feeling very emotional, so I'm glad Me we're too. here on a Greg Beach Sessions. Uh, Christopher. I love you. I love you, too. We don't say that enough. We don't say that enough. You had it very rough uh, as a child. What was your upbringing like? I would imagine you struggled. What was your upbringing? We had a lot of season tickets. Oh, is that right? Yeah. How did you get them through? uh, You and mom were doing pretty well. Oh. I'd forgotten about that. Uh, I I was thinking you had a rough upbringing, but... um, Do you tell Charlie the dog that you love him? I don't nearly enough. I probably should. But the few times I have told him, I never get anything back from him. Right. You know, that's one of my problems with pet ownership over the years is that I give and give and give to the pets, and I don't get anything back. How does that make you feel? It makes me feel dejected. It makes me feel underappreciated. The other day, I was at a grocery store, and there was there was two lines open, and there was two people waiting in each line, and I really struggled to decide which line to go into. And when I went into one line, somebody next to me got into that next spot in the next line. Yeah, and I really rooted against them. Yeah, you do. When they got into that next slot like they got into the they were next slot before I did right and I wasn't happy with the thoughts that were in my mind right about like hoping how like the cash register and the other line broke down right I wanted one of the registers to close yes I just there was a lot of like I I started rooting against other people I've had those thoughts and I didn't like hold on You didn't like who you'd become. Let me say it. I just... (sighs) It's okay. It's just a lot. Life is a lot. And how did you reconcile what you were going through in the grocery store line? It was... Because I ended up getting there before her. And felt guilt. So it was all for nothing. Right. It was just... It's too much. But then... She ended up getting out of the parking lot before I did. Did that make you feel good? Or did you honk? I wanted her to get a flat. Wow. (laughs) This is very emotional. I'm verklempt. Hey everyone, I know this is a slightly different energy I'm bringing here, but I wanted to just be completely honest, you know, on the Lebitard show last week, David Sampson was talking about not being able to sleep and being up all hours of the night and how him and Dan are always texting because they can't sleep and who was it on the show last week talking about how they don't nap and people on the show were agreeing and it's just, as I lay here in my bed and my Sheets and Giggles mattress 
using a Sheets and Giggles pillow with these Sheets and Giggles sheets. Just luxuriating. The Panthers just made it to the second round of the playoffs. And I'm tired after a long weekend. And I'm just laying in these sheets. Just so cool. So comfortable. So soft. I'm just so appreciative for Sheets and Giggles, for sleep, for the Panthers. And I want you to be like me. Don't be like David Sam. Now, I feel bad, honestly, for David Samson because that's no joke, not being able to sleep. And I really want to just set him up with an entire Sheets and Giggles full package with everything. And I guarantee you it improves his sleep. You know, someone like him will never be able to fully be normal. But I just love good sheets, guys. I was never a sheets guy. I'm telling you, be the person that changes the lives of people in your life. I should put that on a shirt. I should put that on a sheet. We should put printed sheets. Would you guys buy sheets if Sheets and Giggles made a sheet with that had me on it? So it's like you're always laying with me. Anyways, go to sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg. Use the code SCOOPS. 20% off. Oh, I'm just going to keep luxuriating here. Have a good day. You know, I think it's good for us to get that off our chest every once in a while and just, you know, you know how sometimes you want to get a good cry? Yes. The South, the Greg Beach Sessions is like that, but just through conversation. It's true. We It was heartfelt. Yes. You know, we were exposing our inner feelings and it was great. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's it's soul searching. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's wonderful. We were on a psychiatrist's couch. A psychologist couch, whatever you call it. And, uh, you know, we were exposing our inner feelings. It was and, wonderful. But now I can't stand because this Panthers game just ended. Oh, my God. I cannot believe this sports weekend we just had. If you if you put, when was the Heat game five against the Bucks? That was like Thursday or Friday. Yeah, Thursday, yeah. I think. Right. So let's just pretend a long weekend. <laughs> let's call Thursday the weekend. What an insane weekend for South Florida sports. You know, like it, here, like like the upsets is one thing, but to do it eight versus one in two different sports in essentially right. the same weekend is nuts. In this line of work, we always get criticized for recency bias and, you know, everything that just happened is the greatest ever and all that stuff. But in this case, I'm going to say this was the greatest three day period, not in the history of mankind, but certainly in if, in the history of South Florida sports, according to me right now. Well, if you take speaking, away championships, it, it might be like the best because like clearly right. championships are the top of the cake. So if you like, true, you know, the Marlins have won two, the Heat have won a hand, like a few. No, no, I'm talking about two teams doing something like this within three days. It's you know more like I mean? four days, but I get your okay. point. Well, let's give ourselves the benefit of the doubt because keep in mind, the Florida Panthers and the Miami Heat coming into the playoffs had both been colossal disappointments. Nothing was expected. We expected the Giannis and the Bucks to steamroll Miami. We expected the, the great Boston Bruins to steamroll the Panthers. Didn't happen. And both of those teams, they were similar stories in that neither of them really deserved to be eight seeds. Say what you right. want about both teams. They weren't eight seed bad. They probably both should have been four or five seeds. So, right. Both these one seeds probably didn't want to see the Heat and the Panthers. So it is interesting that they both kind of had that angle going as well. But it's just sports are so wild. The Panthers, yeah. one of the Bobrovsky saves in overtime was oh my God. his pad got beat 
and it just happened to nick the end of the stick right and, like deflected a little like it's just so funny the the margin of error in these sports like i'm not yeah. so sure that all these teams in all these sports are exactly the same and it's all just a crapshoot right like I, <laughs> like I know that there are some bad teams and there's some good teams but I, I'm, I'm almost prepared to say Michael Jordan was the luckiest athlete in the history of sports. Like, I think okay. it's that close, the margin of errors in sports. Wow, that's a hot take. God, <laughs> Michael what Jordan. A, I know, overrated. What a, <laughs> what a ridiculous weekend. Man, it was yeah. so fun, dude. Like, I was just the whole time, because game six on, I'm trying to think back, it was such a wild weekend. Yeah, game you were six there. on Saturday night for the Panthers, just right. to force the game seven was insane. Yeah. One of a one of the best sporting events I've been to in person for sure. Never yeah. heard that arena as loud. And then just to know now that we get more of those. Like they and to be down in the final, like have the lead go and then in game seven, have the lead going into right. the third period, below the lead, be down with one minute left in the game and to get oh that goal. Did you see the glitch yeah. with a minute and twenty seconds left in the in the Panthers game? Right. The graphic all of a sudden just put up the Panthers goal signal. It said Panthers what? goal. And oh I gosh. thought to myself, is this all a simulation? And like they know the goal is coming. And then right. the Panthers score like 30 seconds later. Wow. With like 40 seconds left in the period. I'm telling you, it was right. one of those things where I know it's just a graphical error. It was just somebody who hit a button. Right. But my mind was thinking, as soon as I saw that mistake, I'm like, if the Panthers score right now, there's going to be people out there thinking we're in a simulation. Right. And yeah. even though even though no. I don't think we're in a simulation, I think a little bit more than I did before that we're in a simulation. I, I think what you're saying is hockey is wrestling. Hockey is the W, you know, it, it's it's preordained. You no, know, because in wrestling, no, no, no. In wrestling, the, the Bruins would have won this because everybody thought the Bruins should win. You know what I mean? Wrestling right. rarely does the, the huge upset. The, right. Like the champion doesn't lose in the first round in WWE. I don't think we can overstate the Panthers beating the Bruins in game seven in overtime to eliminate the best team, supposedly Matthew in Kachuk, hockey history, man. just involved in every goal. You know, it, listen, the biggest win in franchise history, and let's debate what, what's the bigger win before this win against Boston. I would have said the biggest win in Panthers history was in 1996 when they played a game seven at home against the Pittsburgh Penguins Winner take all for a spot in the Stanley Cup Finals. Okay, until this game, I would have said clearly, no question, that's the biggest win in franchise history. For some reason, this one feels bigger. Yeah, and I, mean, I was at insane. that other one. That's not bigger. I mean, that is bigger. That's to get to the final. Like, this is the second big, biggest moment. <laughs> it, this is bigger. Th th what this leapfrogs is winning the President's Trophy oh, last sure. year. Oh, 100%. So that... But that, okay, but well, I can that, make an that, argument. Stop it. No, you can't. You yes, just I said can. to get to the final. To get to the Stanley Cup where they were shut out for nothing. Right, but in okay. that moment, Dad, this is only the first round. Like, There's just zero way you can turn this into a bigger moment than getting to the Stanley Cup final. I'm Go ahead and to. try. Go I'm ahead. about to if you'll shut up and give me the mic. Okay. Um, <laughs> the reason it's bigger is who they just beat. Okay, the Pittsburgh Penguins, as good as they were, uh, were not as formidable as Boston, they just beat the team that had the most victories and the most points in hockey history. Did you write that column? The, yes. Did you write the column that it's bigger than that moment? I, I believe I may have said that. 
I'm just saying that should be your headline because you're doing the thing and it's a I'm little ridiculous. It's a real, it's a, it's a little ridiculous, but I'll take it. Okay. I don't often do the thing, but I'm doing the thing. And, and uh, yeah, between the heat and the Panthers, I mean, you know what I loved about this past weekend is that because of the heat and the Panthers, nobody cared about the, the Dolphins draft or, yeah. or at least, you know, relatively speaking, the, I, the Dolphins yeah. draft down here. Are you kidding me? It's bigger than anything. Not this year. Yeah. Not this weekend. And of course, the Marlins sweep the Cubs. So that's I just, I mean, what a weekend. And I, a, I believe I saw somewhere that the Dolphins got a high grade, though. So if we're they, talking, <laughs> the, heat, the Heat beat the Bucks and then beat the Knicks in game one. The Panthers right. do what they just did. The Marlins right. sweep the Cubs. Yeah. The Dolphins and, get an and A may, in a draft. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and may I mention that Inter Miami finally won a goddamn game after did, losing six in a row? Did they actually win? Yeah, so they, they actually won this a game. This is one of the best. I mean, outside of championships, it's hard to beat just in terms of results this weekend in South Florida sports. You know, speaking of the Dolphins getting a good grade, have I, because uh, we've, we've uh, recorded this podcast in two different segments, have I bragged yet about beating Kuiper yet again in my mock draft? I think I may have. I can't remember, but the Dolphins uh, oh, weren't the only one to get a good um, grade. Didn't Mel Mel Kiper like you're just picking someone like Mel Kiper didn't have a good draft, right? Damn right he didn't. What what was what happened? But I did. Him? I beat him three to two. We both sucked. No, it's bad. Those were bad scores. I normally get like six or seven right in the first round. Exactos, and Exacto is you know correct player to correct team. I got three. Junior got two. So I'm not bragging. I'm just saying Mel Kuyper, you know, other than, you know, that Will Levis or the quarterback who uh, free, free fell out of the first round, he had the, the worst first round other than Will Levis. Is it Will Levis? What's his name? Yeah, that's his name. Okay, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. It's just this is a sad conversation of you taking a victory lap over oh, yeah. both of you doing terrible in your draft guessing. It really well, yeah, terrible, but not as terrible as uh, Mel Kuyper Jr. Anyway, what a weekend though. Uh, the only thing that would make this weekend better is that if I uh, did a couple of dad jokes. Quite frankly. Oh wow! So we're done. To, we're we're done with the excitements of, of South Florida sports. Okay. Well, you know, I'm just honestly. <clears throat> how, how pissed are you it's, secretly it's, that you have to keep working a lot? It's funny. Your mother just got home from a trip, and I told her that I'm torn, you know, because I can't look at a game as a fan. I can appreciate a game as a fan, but I also have to think as a journalist. And I told her, quite frankly, if the if the Panthers lose, my next couple of weeks is much easier than yeah, if the Panthers win. That's not you looking at it as a journalist. That's looking at you looking at it as a person that doesn't want to work. <laughs> Looking at it as a journalist, you would say, "God, this is going to be an exciting time to write." Yeah, it, it's it's um, like I love how you just turned that into don't... like. <laughs> I know, Dad. Dad you know, I, I, I hang out yeah. with a lot of people that work in this industry now. People right. like when the teams are good. Yeah, it's 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 rare that you find the person rooting against the team right. just because they're just like ah because like we're all going to be working regardless no, so why not you have a, yeah. like be good no no i'm ultimately i'm happy that the worst thing to cover is mediocrity like i've always said that i want to cover a great team or, or or a team on a big run like the heat and the panthers right now or i want to cover calamity and turmoil like the year the dolphins went one and 15 that was kind of fun 
You know, it's better so than you don't like nine a, and eight. You, you know, it's better you, than seven and nine. You like a team that's on a run, not a team that's on a jog or a speed walk. Oh yeah, you you either, gotta have a run. Either be crawling or running. Exactly. Right. Stumbling or running, and these two teams are sprinting right now. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to play the the Heat or the Panthers right now. I'm I mean. Just, I'm just excited for more action. Like this is maybe I'll end up in either Toronto or New York because of work. Like I'm ex- right? this, is, this is all exciting. No, it's great. It's an exciting time, and and particularly when you look at where these teams came from, nothing was expected of these two teams. Number eight seeds playing number ones. I expected it to be one and done for both of these teams, honestly. And and then and then Jimmy Butler goes crazy, and uh, and Matthew Kachuk. Um, other than today, I mean, dad, it, see, in no, game see, seven, dad, he didn't do it. I don't want to do this right now. That dude was involved in every... He he shielded the goalie twice tonight. You're right. He was shielding the goalie on the game-winning goal and on the one, the tying goal with a minute left, he was there shielding the goalie. Like, no, you're right. Even when he's and not he involved, he's involved. And Yeah, he yeah. did have an assist as well. No, he had a great playoff. He did. And then Verhage, who scores the winning goal in overtime... Uh, after being the the postseason hero last year, he had only had one goal this series, and he scores the winning goal. So he's back, Jack. And um, man, you don't want to play the Panthers right now. Toronto, I don't. Know, if Toronto is favored in that series, it's a crime because the Panthers right now, you know, uh, Al Michaels is saying, "Do you believe in miracles?" And he's talking about the Panthers right now. I'm losing my voice right now because I'm so excited. There's nothing like after a game like that. What I need right now. Is three facts, Jack, <laughs> or a dad joke? What do you want first? I know they're both Jack. such. Okay, all right. I got to call it out because my printer broke. Here we go. There are three things that interest him, so sit right back for three facts, Jack. All right, three facts, Jack. Number three, Pele is now a word, not just a name. The Brazilian soccer legend's two-syllable moniker was added to the dictionary in Portugal this week as an adjective meaning something out of the ordinary or exceptional. As a random example for how it might be used in a sentence, even by three facts Jack's standards, that item was Pelé. Number two, the deepest point in the ocean in any body of water on Earth is located in the Mariana Trench southwest of Guam in the Western Pacific. Its depth has been measured at 36,200 feet deep or three times deeper than the average depth of an ocean floor. Jesus. I did not know that. I remember going to city pools as a kid, like going to summer camps, and I would try to swim to the bottom of a 15-foot pool. That would make my ears hurt, so I'm just trying Um, to do the math on that. Yeah, 36,200 feet. Number one, Oprah Winfrey's given name on her birth certificate is not Oprah. It's Orpa, O-R-P-A-H, after a woman in the Bible's Book of Ruth. But Orpa caused immediate confusion among her family who adopted a slightly different version. Ladies and gentlemen, Orpa Winfrey. Yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> it is. I it's love totally that. Orpa. Orpa. It reminds me of Orca the Whale. How about some dad jokes? Sure. Number three. There's three things that made him laugh, so here's a joke. Here, you folk. Okay. Number 
<laughs> it was so awful. Joke folk. Number three, what kind of pants do fish wear? Um, Hold on. Wait for it. I don't know. Something like that rhymes with gills. Bills. Billy gills. Go ahead. Troutsers. Yeah. That was really bad. That's why it's only number three. Number two, what do you call a snowman's dog? Hold on. I don't know. A slush puppy. Bad. Number, I admit, these are not the best dad jokes ever. But number one is a good one. Number one, why was the fruit thrown in prison? Um, I don't know. It was apricot stealing. Yeah, that's really bad. Maybe we yeah, just do one a week. Maybe one. you just do one and like come up with one good one that you feel well, good Well, that about. was a good one, the last one. Well, I was having a good time tonight with this Panthers win until we got to this segment. Well, you know, you have to do that. People love the standards, you know, the, <laughs> whatever they're called. What do you call it when you do something every week? Not a standard. What's it called? A regular bit? What's it a called? Be- a benchmark? A benchmark. That's what I was thinking of. Bells and whistles, as you like to call them. Bells and whistles. But you know what's funny about this episode? We don't, this is a sports podcast, believe it or not, but we don't talk sports much. And so it's actually well, we just invigorating did. to me. I know it's yeah. fun to me to actually talk about sports once in a while. And now we have a reason. I mean, and, and by the way, how can a Panthers Toronto series possibly live up to what we just went through? I mean, I'm sure it'll try. Hockey, hockey playoffs are nuts, man. I feel like we haven't seen anything yet. You know what? I, I I find that hard to believe. If I'm Paul Maurice, the coach right now, my biggest selling point is to get my guys not thinking that we just won the Stanley Cup by beating Boston. I mean, you're right. It's the first round, but it just felt so much bigger. So did the Heat's victory over Giannis and Milwaukee. Well, you know, these did not feel like first round victories. You mentioned Maurice, the coach, and I feel like we as a collective Panther fans owe him an apology because... All year, we crushed him, we crushed him, we crushed him. Yes. We, we made fun of in my group chats. Oh, we're going to play playoff hockey all year. We're not even going to make the playoffs. Well, now we made the playoffs, and we're looking a lot better in the playoffs than we have in years past. So yes. whatever he did throughout this season, whether that's the reason we're looking better in the playoffs, all I know is is I feel a lot more confident in this team in the playoffs than I felt right. about again with last year's team. So. I- that might just be the Kachuk factor, but you got to give some credit to the coach who kind of like preached it all year. He's like, playoff hockey, playoff hockey, playoff right. hockey. And now when we're down late, we don't panic. We seem like we know what we're doing. So shout right. out Maurice. I'm a, in, I'm a big Paul Maurice guy. Paul Ball. Paul Ball. And and by the way, the uh, Kachuk Uberdo uh, uh, trade worked out great for Florida. Can you believe Chris Whittingham is still like trying to hold the torch up for Huberdo? Is he really? Like, Kachuk is already, like, a top three Panther of all time, and Whittingham is still in oh, these group he... chats trying to, no, like, take the sorry. L. Trying to take no. the, the W on yeah, this trade with Whitty. Like, just admit you were wrong. and, and yeah, take he, the L. It makes him, like, he's told me privately that he, like, finds himself rooting against Kachuk now just because he's so entrenched <laughs> in this Huberdo take. And I'm like, dude, you're ruining it for yourself. Just admit you were wrong and enjoy him. I want to reveal uh, two things I wrote recently that i need to apologize for and i don't apologize often for things i wrote i have yet to apologize for the trade marino column for example (laughs) but in this case when paul maurice was hired because i wasn't sure they should have fired the last coach 
when Maurice was hired, I wrote a snarky column basically saying, and, and it was factual, they just hired the guy with more losses than any coach in NHL history because he's coached so long. He's right. won a lot and he's lost a lot, but that was my angle. And and it was unfair. And and he's turned out to be a great coach. Well, and it took them a long time to adjust to his style and what right. he was doing. But I I would take back that column. Well, and the other thing when, I wrote when, about when you're, the heat, when you're when you're writing a column about a new coach that you've never heard of before having to right. write the column, you have to just kind of go for the thing that he's known as. That's true. Yeah, I had heard of him, but no, uh, you hadn't. Yeah, yeah, I sort of had. No, yeah, really, you of, hadn't. Yeah, barely, but I had. No, yeah, and okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in the case of the Heat, and this was just a couple of weeks ago, when they lost that first play-in game to Atlanta. Did you write the fi- did you fire Spo? No, I didn't. Of course not. I love Spo. Just like I love Paul Maurice. <laughs> but when they lost that play-in game at home to Atlanta, I basically I think the headline on my column, which I wrote, I wrote the headline, was the Heat are spent. The season's over. <laughs> you weren't the only one. I mean, like Mike know, Ryan, but, like, like there was a lot of people crushing the heat all season. I know, but but I just that's one of those things where you know what I got to take the beating for that. You know, I I overreacted. I did not have any belief in the in the heat. Certainly not the belief they had in themselves. And so I'm happy to see both teams uh, advance. You need right to now. write that's the great. pro Paul Maurice column, though. Honestly, yeah, like maybe he'll get the credit. Maybe somebody's writing it. Maybe Dave Hyde beat you to it. But I do think he was preaching it all year, and it's paying off. No, it is. You're right. Absolutely. Right. That's no. good good parade. Yeah. Wow. I'm exhausted. Are you tired? I'm tired of uh it's fun, but it's tiring being a sports fan. You're just mad that you that sports kept you from drinking today. Well how how bitter it, are you towards sports because it's it's ten thirty PM on a Sunday night and because I can just tell you have like you, you you haven't been drinking today. I can tell you, you did a good job. You know what? The night is young. Yeah, I know. Now you're gonna like let loose. <laughs> Damn right. I mean, you deserve it after writing a couple columns. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I was tough. expecting to get a little. I was expecting to get a tired, you know, 10:30 Greg Cody. But I can tell no, you, no, I'm. You know what? I am full of energy. I am full of energy because I'm excited. Is it because you know, your wife was getting home from a vacation, baby? Baby, that's oh, right. I don't know why I would say that. <clears throat> I know. Seriously, what's the matter with you, anyway? Okay, but gonna, but the go. dog was great when she got home. The shock collar is working. Oh, thank you. Bragging about shocking being, dog. Now I gotta yeah, stay up. Now, now I gotta stay up and watch this Kraken Avalanche game seven. Two nothing Kraken. At least it's two nothing. Okay, cracking the ass is more like it. All right. <laughs> Seattle Kraken's a hockey team, Dad. I just I don't know if you know. I that. know. It's, what a terrible nickname. I, what does it, that even mean? It's like a, the Kraken. Like a, it's some sort I of like no mythical creature. The Kraken. What? But what does that have to do with hockey or Seattle? I mean, what do you what do you want from me? <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, you brought it up, not me. All right, let's close this out, shall it's we? It's like it's like some sort of sea creature. It's a kraken. Okay, maybe because it yeah. rains a lot in Seattle. Whatever. All right, good episode. All right. It, well, was it? I mean, we had a we had a great emotional bond with the Greg Beat sessions. We did. Who should we have on neck? Who should we have on next? <laughs> Who should we have on neck? You're, I don't one know. of my favorite parts of this episode was your mum, when instead of um. <laughs> You're like, Mom. I was the last guy in a Sears Roebuck before they went under. I literally, it was me and a bunch of cobwebs in a Sears store. Mom. Mom. But. Mom. What? <laughs> you just said, Mom. 
you were talking mid-sentence and you just had a spiritual moment of mom the episode got so serious that i recall i started speaking to my mother <laughs> you're like and, and, and Dwayne wade was sitting quote mom <laughs> okay i've forgotten that that's fun hey podcast family thanks again for joining us this week really appreciate you as always i'd say it if i didn't but you know i do and you know it it's 10.45 right now. How many beers will you consume in the next hour and 20 minutes? Honestly, probably six. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm not driving. Right to bed. That kind of thing. <laughs>